On February 2nd, Saturday Night Live comedian Pete Davidson came to campus as A&O Productions winter speaker. The event's sold-out show shed light on Davidson's strong fan base here on Northwestern's campus, but also made students question, am I supposed to throw aside my morals for a comedy performance? To talk about Davidson's performance, I sat down with Amy Lee, the Daily's development and recruitment editor, to talk about the difficulties around covering this event. I also spoke with two loyal fans of Davidson. Going into covering Pete Davidson, how much did you know about him? Um, I'm actually like a huge fan of Pete Davidson, which I think is like a controversial stance to take, but um, I always thought he was really funny. And then like for SNL, like I'm, I'm not like, I don't regularly watch SNL, but I do watch all the videos with him in it and all the skits with him in it. Um, and then when he started dating Ariana, I was like, oh my god, I love this man. <laughs> so, <laughs> going in, I really liked him. Yeah. But I've never watched any of his stand-up stuff. And then I was like, okay, I want to take it. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's how I like it. Also, like, the fact, like, when you cover it, you get, like, a front row seat. I don't know <laughs> if, like, a going in with such a positive view of him was, like, necessarily, like, fair for coverage. You got a front row seat. Yeah. What was it like watching it, and what did you think of like his comedy bits? Before him, um, another comedian, Jordan Rock, um, did a little stand-up bit, and that was really funny. Um, but like when he came on stage, like he was taller and limbier than I thought he was gonna be, which I think added to the comedic value, just because he was such like he looked like such a anomaly. <laughs> um, he makes a lot of like 9-11 jokes, jokes about mental health, um, things like that that can be perceived as very offensive and like at, I will admit at sometimes like it is really offensive but um, I think part of the reason the show is such a success is because everybody that went in knew what they were going in for. Weinberg sophomore Monisha Munleru and McCormick Jr. May Lee both have been following Pete Davidson from the start of his career and were floored when A&O announced he was coming to campus. We'll hear from Monluru on what attracts her to Davidson's comedy. So I've been watching Pete Davidson for about four or five years now. I watched him on SNL and I thought he was absolutely hilarious. He was so young, like I've seen videos of his stand-up from when he was 17 and just his humor is so dark. I don't relate that much to him. <laughs> But I think that he just makes me laugh. It doesn't matter like what kind of day it is. If it's like the worst day of my life, I will listen to Pete Davidson and he will make me laugh. May Lee expressed similar excitement, but also acknowledged that Davidson's humor oftentimes walks the fine line between open and brash. Common topics that Davidson pokes fun at are sex, politics, and mental health. I really like Pete Davidson a lot, and I'm like a huge fan, but also it's like complicated. Like I feel like he can be problematic at times, but at the same time really refreshingly candid about issues like mental health, about um, like not being afraid to speak up about things like Trump on SNL or um, like sexual assault or like how he feels about those things and him being really open about his mental health is something that I found really inspiring because um, I'm like a huge advocate for mental health and um, like when he like came out about how 
um, he has BPD and like um, other things like that. Um, it was just really nice to see that um, he felt like that he was able to overcome the stigma and like talk about it out loud on SNL. As May Lee mentioned, Davidson has been very open and candid about tough times, including being brutally bullied in high school, the death of his father in 9-11, and has disclosed his mental health struggles, including being diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. May Lee said students not familiar with Davidson's struggles got a peek during the show. Some kid asked his like raised his hand and was like, hey, can, you, can I take a photo with you? And he was like, sure, but please don't touch me. Like I have crippling anxiety and like don't really like to talk, interact with people. And like, and I know that like he gets high before every single sh stand-up show because he has so much anxiety. And, um, but he's just like really open about his mental health struggles. And like, I think that's just like really refreshing to see in like Hollywood, I guess. You said that you yourself are a big proponent of like mental health advocacy. Like why is that important to you on like a personal level? Um, well, yeah, cause like I like deal with anxiety too. And um, mental health is really important to me. And I think that, and that's something that I really advocate for um, on campus. Um, I've been working on a startup for mental health and um, I just really care about the cause and how people should really be more open about mental health issues and to speak more about it and to destigmatize de it. Um, even someone as successful as Pete Davidson deals with issues like that and it's like not as uncommon as people think. So that's like something that I think was really eye-opening um, when he came out and was just like, I have BPD and I was in a hospital and I had a suicide attempt and I'm really depressed but like I'm getting through it and comedy is like my way to get through it and that was really empowering I guess to like experience. But in stand-up Davidson pokes fun at the issues that he's also so vocal about. Here's Amy Lee to talk about the difficulties around quoting his performance. How did you choose what to focus on in your article um that was actually like a little bit difficult because I knew that he said a lot like a lot of his quotes were unquotable because they were obscene and the quotable ones sometimes were like offensive like I did um quote a little bit about when he um talks about mentally challenged people he said like he like doesn't understand why it's inappropriate to laugh at mentally challenged people for example and i did quote that without being a fan of pete davidson it's difficult to swallow that and difficult to like leave it but um a lot of like i had to be true to the crowd reaction basically and the crowd didn't really find it offensive just because they knew going in that he was going to be offensive about a lot of things and according to Amy, even though the majority of the show, students' guards were down. In the beginning, she could tell students debating if it was okay to laugh at his jokes. 
and Davidson called the crowd out on it. There was actually one point in his piece where he, when he started talking about mentally challenged people, I believe, he noticed, like, people were still laughing, but he noticed, like, a tension in the crowd because people were like, should we be laughing at this? Um, and he called us out for it into the microphone, but, like, pretending like he was whispering. He was like, this is why nobody comes to, like, your school. And then, you know, in, like, desperate attempt to impress this famous person, we all, like, collectively abandoned our political correctness, I think. And that's when, like, the crowd really loosened up. And I don't know if that's, like, necessarily a good thing, but it's something that happened <laughs> that I noticed. For some, it took time for their walls to fall. But for Monluru, she was focused on enjoying every second of his performance. Monluru has been trying to attend a Davidson show for a while. So when Davidson was announced, Monluru was more than ready to buy tickets but it turned into a mini fiasco. So first, I opened two different screens, like one on my computer, one on my phone, from like 6.30 p.m. I think it went on sale at seven. So I was like waiting, like, okay, like I need to buy this ticket, like this is like life-changing. I've been trying to get tickets to see him for like a year now. So I opened it and then they said like, oh, the waiting room is too full, we have to delay it. So I'm like, okay, they're gonna do it at nine o'clock, I'll do the same thing again. I do the same thing again. And tickets sell in 30 minutes, even though I've had my browser open forever. So that was really disappointing. And I literally spent like the next four hours after they sold out, just like being upset about it. But then um, what I found out is SES was actually giving out tickets. Like you don't have to be low income to sign up for it. So I signed up for that and like I got a ticket. Monluru also waited in line for hours to secure a close up seat at the Ryan Auditorium but the hours of waiting seemed worth it to her because of her longtime love for Davidson. So technically I was there like, you know, standing around Ryan since um, 2 p.m. But I didn't want to be that awkward person just standing there like sitting on the ground. So I like sat off the side, just like worked on some homework, just like chilled until I think like it was like four something or around 5 p.m. So from like five something, that's when I officially waited. But really, I've been waiting for two years. And with similar dedication, Mei Lee got in line at 5-2. Both Mei Lee and Monluru wound up being next to each other in line and gained a friendship through the experience. Yeah, we were just standing in line. I came at like 5 or 6, um, so I also came really early. So we were like one of the first in, people in line. Um, and I was just doing homework there, and then she was standing in line, and we were like, there was like three people, like a little, a small group in front of us, but essentially we were there, like one of the first people was there. And um, yeah, like we just started talking because like, she, I don't know, we just started talking about P. Davidson and then like started talking about how much we really like P. Davidson and then just like started talking about those things. And then we became friends and now we're like planning dinner and like we're going to go to more comedy shows together and it's going to be really fun. May Lee and Munluru weren't expecting a friendship to come out of waiting in line. But the show definitely exceeded Monluru's expectations. So my expectation is that um, it was going to be a speaker event. So a few months ago, I saw Vanessa Bayer at the Hillel speaker event, and like I'm a huge fan of SNL, so I was like, oh, this is going to be like that. Like we're going to have a Northwestern student interviewing Pete Davidson, and then he's not going to do any stand-up. But then Pete Davidson came up and started doing stand-up, so it was like completely unexpected. I think they didn't advertise it correctly. For Pete Davidson, it wasn't um, maybe like 
an hour or so, and then he did like a Q&A session after. I asked him to do his Chan impression, and he did it. It's from his SNL skits. It's kind of inappropriate, but I was sitting in the front, and there's this one point where he had a water bottle, and he incorporated it into his joke, where he was like pretending that the water bottle was a dick. And then he talks about how that person comes <laughs> and he takes the water bottle and just throws the water on the, onto the audience and I get like completely splashed and like so many other people also are like screaming. But it was like, it was just like comedic gold. So funny. How did it feel? Because you said you've been trying to like see him so perform long. for so long and then like you get to do it at yeah. Northwestern. Seriously, unreal. I've been trying to like get into the SNL lottery in New York for a while and I've been like trying to see if he, like for two years I've been like trying to see if he has shows in Chicago and he like he never does. And then New York, like so hard to get into the lottery system. So it was like seriously so unreal. I was like trying not to cry for like half of it. And my face hurt for like the ne like it still hurts for like laughing so much. It felt so unreal, like a dream come true. And the thing is like his comedy is perfect for any situation, whether you're having a bad day, a good day. Um, he just is able to bring people together and even like combat like like really difficult issues in our society, just make them to jokes. I think that's really powerful. Overall, Amy Lee, May Lee, and Monluru walked away with a good memory. And Amy Lee said it's important to cast aside expectations of morality during a Davidson performance because ultimately that's not what Davidson's comedy is about. His career has been marked with like controversy. I think it's difficult to it's it's almost unfair to like go into a show of his um, holding the same standard for political correctness, if that makes any sense. Like, I think all the students, like, we all know what to say, what's correct to say, what's incorrect um, to say, like, what's offensive, what's not. We know where to draw the line. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Weekly, and I'll see you next time.